What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Wednesday, March 31st. I'm Akila Hughes. And I'm Erin Ryan, filling in for Gideon Resnick. And this is What a Day, where we're comforting Major Biden by saying that if we were at the White House, we would also be biting everyone. Yeah, it's a tense environment, and if you're not biting, you're being bitten. Yeah, and I also would like to run around in that grass. Like, makes sense to me. On today's show, the Republican strategy around the country to get between trans children and their doctors. Plus, we talk about a guy who stormed the Capitol on January 6th, allegedly uh, working against his defense. When he was arrested by officials, he wore a T-shirt saying, I was there. You know what? Amateur mistake. He should have made a shirt that said, allegedly, and wore an allegedly (laughs) shirt. Or I wasn't there, you know? (laughs) May have been there. May or may not have been there. (laughs) Uh, That's coming up and then some headlines. But first, the latest. We have, at this moment, the best chance in any of our lifetimes to make a generational investment in infrastructure. So that was Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg speaking last week to Congress, paving the way for his boss, because today President Biden is on the road in a place with hella blue collars, Pittsburgh. Sure, Andy Warhol is from there, but it's also a big steel city and a union town. And he's mentioned on several occasions his support for workers unions and infrastructure in particular. Also, Andy Warhol's dad worked in a coal mine. It was just the first person I could think of. So, you know, (laughs) please, no fact checking. But Biden is there today to stump for a big proposal on infrastructure spending, which is a cornerstone of his economic plan. And it comes with a price tag that could reach four trillion dollars over a span of eight years. Okay, real quick, Akila, guess who else is from Pittsburgh besides Mr. Warhol? Mm, who? Christina Aguilera and Benicio Del Toro, two of wow. Pittsburgh's finest. Yeah. So <laughs> $4 trillion over the span of eight years, that's about the price of a four-year college education these days, right? Not yeah, bad. Not so bad. Uh, but in all seriousness, where is that money coming from and where is it going to go? All right. So according to reports, the money is coming from tax hikes on the ultra wealthy, which we love to hear. And to be clear, that's not small business owners or even medium business owners. It's the people who haven't had to pay taxes on their enormous businesses for decades. It would reverse the tax breaks for the richest Americans that Donald Trump signed into law, and it would pay for itself in about 15 years. And the plan is to finally have Infrastructure Week to the tune of $650 billion, which is the largest piece of the plan. Honestly, this is supposed to pay for itself in 15 years. That is about as long as it took for me to actually pay off my student loans. So <laughs> it's yeah, actually honestly, a solid plan. Pretty solid plan. It's it's no less solid than most college graduates' financial plans. Um, and mm-hmm. since you mentioned that this proposal could clock in at several trillion dollars, where else could that money go to that isn't tar and orange cones? 
Well, there's more money to spread around. There's money for healthcare, affordable housing, U.S. manufacturing, clean drinking water, high-speed internet, research, and a lot more. There is literally something there for everybody. But again, Republicans see tax increases on people with way more money than them and way more money than they can ever spend in their whole lives, and they lose their minds. Okay, Akila, as somebody with several pictures of various Scrooge McDuck-style money bins on my vision board, (laughs) um, as a future mega-wealthy person, no, this disturbs me. No, it doesn't disturb me because I don't think I'm ever going to be mega-wealthy. But all this brings us to earmarks, a term we can expect to hear more about as this proposal is pushed out. So, Akila, let's do a primer on what they are, why they were gone, and how this may be good for Biden and company. Word. So earmarks are special budget items that allow Congress members to funnel money directly to projects in their district. And a decade ago, Congress banned them after years of outcry about wasteful spending and corruption. You know, good reasons to outlaw it. But now they're back for the sake of getting Republicans to actually negotiate and compromise about where the money is spent. Republicans like this idea because it pushes the feds aside and allows them to give out money directly to state-based agencies. So if you're in an inner city neighborhood in a state with a Republican legislature, they may still distribute that money on equal So my own enthusiasm and applause is now being reassessed. Kind of sucks. Uh, Good idea. Bad idea. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, today (laughs) is just one day of the campaign, which is going to take weeks and months to hammer out. What kind of timeline are we looking at here? So talks around the infrastructure bill are ongoing and they could last through the summer. There are already signs that Republicans are going to Republican and try to overthrow the government. That was a joke. Uh, I mean, they're just going to probably try to block it. So Dems are once again trying to figure out how to pass this with a simple majority vote in the Senate. We can talk more and more about the filibuster for the rest of our lives, but we will be following those twists, turns, U-turns, roundabouts, and other road metaphors in the coming months. But right now, let's look at another story that's a big danger sign for LGBTQ rights. Well, Akilah, I wish I had a more uplifting story to go along with Trans Day of Visibility, which is today. Mm. But unfortunately, Republicans. As Democrats focus on cleaning up the once-in-a-century mess the Trump administration created by criminally mismanaging the pandemic, Republicans have focused on what matters to them, taking trans kids down a few notches. Yeah, it's wild that they are creating a war on children, but why am I not surprised? What are they up to now? So on Monday, Arkansas lawmakers passed a state bill that would ban doctors from providing gender-affirming medical care to transgender children. Supporters of the bill equivocate gender-affirming treatment for trans kids to mutilation and claim they're, quote, protecting children. But you know who disagrees with this argument? Actual doctors. (laughs) Actual doctors disagree with this argument. Here's Lee Beers, the president of the American Academy of Pediatrics, speaking out against the bill. This bill is harmful in two ways. One, it threatens the health and well-being of transgender youth. And two, it puts politicians rather than pediatricians in charge of a child's medical care. So zealots love it, doctors hate it, but nevertheless, the bill now awaits signing on the governor's desk. Uh. Well, that is horrific. It is hard to believe that the COVID is a liberal hoax and so is Global Warming Party would be so keen to ignore doctors and scientists, but here we are. Every day, there have been more and more anti-trans youth bills coming out. So is this just like a historic year for this kind of discrimination or something? Yeah, it's a historic year for this kind of discrimination. You're absolutely right. It's been a record-setting year for state-level bills that specifically target trans kids. Uh, I guess Republicans need a punching bag, and they've chosen some of the most vulnerable people in all of American society. Great job, guys. Uh, Lawmakers Mm -hmm. in 20 states introduced bills this year that aim to ban gender-affirming treatment for trans youth, according to the LGBTQ rights group Freedom for All Americans. 
Some states have introduced multiple bills like South Carolina, Tennessee, Oklahoma, and Kentucky. And Alabama's bill is one of the most draconian. It would make it a felony to provide any gender-affirming medical care to minors. And let's not lose sight of the human beings this bill affects, trans kids and their families and communities. Here's 17-year-old Cyrus Hall from Alabama talking to NPR. I've been told that before. Like, people are like, oh, it's just a phase. You're going to grow out of it, blah, 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 blah. And it makes me mad because, like, it hurts people. Like, when people who know who they are can't access the things they need to make themselves feel better, it's awful. Yeah, I can't see any reason why this sort of bill should even exist. And it's not just in healthcare. You know, what's the latest on all the bills designed to keep trans kids from competing in sports? Oh, you mean Republicans are trying to solve another problem that they made up? Yeah. Well, they're on it. They're on it everywhere. In South mm. Dakota, Governor Kristi Noem signed a pair of executive orders on Monday that mandated that the only people allowed to play girls' and women's school sports were people who were assigned female at birth. Wow. I just don't know why she cares so much, but won't this run afoul of some sports governing bodies? Like... <laughs> Yeah, it absolutely will. The NCAA, for example, uh, for all the bad things it does, has done this one good thing. It has a rule on the books since 2011 that allows trans people to play sports. So colleges and universities in South Dakota are now in a weird position. In addition, this could endanger the state's chances of hosting athletic competitions. When Georgia passed a law discriminating against trans people back in 2016, the state lost billions, that's with a B, billions of dollars. Mm. They just, you know, fumble in the bag for what? Not really sure. But I do actually have to wonder how many trans kids are actually even in these states. Like, who are they legislating against? Yeah, that's the thing. The way that conservatives are freaking out about trans girls playing girls and women's sports, you'd think that cis girls were losing state championships left and right to teams full of trans girls whose hormone levels gave them a, quote, competitive advantage. But mm -hmm. they're not, actually. They're not. South Dakota has had a law in the books since 2013 dictating that any trans athlete who wishes to compete in school sports must have a doctor's note and then be evaluated for whether or not they have a competitive advantage. Guess how many trans girls have competed in sports under that rule? I don't even want to guess because this is also depressing. <laughs> it's one. One girl in eight years. Yeah, so it sounds like all of this is just cynical posturing that is at once both cruel and unnecessary. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, when it comes yeah. to that Arkansas law on trans kids and their doctors, the ACLU says it plans on challenging it in court, and other laws will likely be challenged in long, drawn-out court battles at great expense to the taxpayers of their respective states, and all to score points with a base that doesn't care that their political party has no principles. Great work, everybody. We really, really appreciate you doing nothing to help anyone. And that's the latest for now. It's Wednesday Wad Squad, and for today's Tim Check, we're talking about a crime against fashion and also the country. Like we mentioned earlier, another guy was arrested in January for his role in storming the U.S. Capitol, and new reports say that when police caught up with him, he was wearing a t-shirt that said, I was there, Washington, D.C., January 6, 2021. Writing the bad thing you did on your clothes is an amateur insurrectionist mistake. This person also brought tactical gear, ropes, and possibly a gun to the Capitol, which are things people typically don't usually bring if they're just trying to enjoy a rally. So, Aaron, what's your reaction to this guy? Oh my gosh, what a dork. 
What yeah, a dork man. wearing wearing the band shirt to the concert, mm-hmm. wearing the the 5K shirt in the 5K that you're running. Yeah. Like, mm. come on, dude. Don't wear yeah. the swag of the It's look, I I wear swag of my show while I'm recording my show because I have it and it's there <laughs> for me to wear. But and like, it's also I'm, not a crime that you're committing making a I'm podcast. Not, <laughs> I'm not doing a crime making a podcast. <laughs> I just it's so like the thing that really strikes me about all of this is like these people felt so fucking cool on January mm-hmm. 6th and we must never forget that they are enormous dorks. These yeah. people are enormous band t-shirts to the concert level dorks. Uh, yeah. Same question for you, Akila. I mean, you know, beyond being dorks, I think they're just heinous criminals who uh, <laughs> should be prosecuted to the extent of the law as it exists currently in this country. But I, I agree with you. I think it's bizarre. You know, when I was in college, unfortunately, there was a really cool girl that was nicknamed Beef Curtains by some mean people. <laughs> I know. And then the boys That's dorm had a party terrible. and they put the words Beef Curtains on the marquee outside of the dorm. So public safety was called. They came to investigate and they're like, who wrote this on the sign? And the RA for that building was wearing a sign that said Beef Curtains. And I just remember that no one had to say anything. We all just stood there until the public safety person was like, you got to come with me. Like, obviously it's you. So, you know, just don't be that stupid or, or, you know, maybe don't commit crimes or bully people uh, (laughs) to the point that you need to wear merch about it. It seems like a really, really, dumb thing to be very uh, amped about. Like, I don't need to wear a t-shirt about the time I, like, you know, illegally parked. I think it's okay (laughs) to just let that one slide and maybe let the heat die down. (laughs) Maybe he was trying to save his friends and family from uncomfortable interrogations from authority figures. Like, look, now he's wearing the shirt that's like, I definitely did the crime. They don't need to, like, go bother his mom and be like, where was your son? What was he like? You know, they're just like, oh, we have all the evidence we need. We don't need to bother any of your friends and family. So in a way, he was being polite, maybe. Yeah, I mean, right? I wonder if he just thought that, like, you know, he could explain it away. Like, I was there on January 6th in D.C., but not for the insurrection. I was there for a pie-baking contest. We just didn't have (laughs) enough characters on the shirt. It's a different thing. It's a coincidence. (laughs) Who's to say? You know, I don't think that this is a guy who's good at planning anything. Um, But just like that, we have checked our temps. Stay safe. And we'll be back after some ads. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, <laughs> everyone's getting flowers. <laughs> Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, books, promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants 
are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash WAD today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash WAD. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. New York City police released surveillance video of an unidentified man violently attacking a 65-year-old Asian woman on Monday in Midtown Manhattan. Video of the attack, which took place on the sidewalk in front of an apartment building in broad daylight, showed a man kicking a woman to the ground and then stomping on her body and head multiple times. The video also showed building staff members watching the attack, but not intervening, and even closing the door to the building as the woman's attacker walked away. Those staff members have now been suspended, according to the building's management company. NYPD said the attacker made racist, anti-Asian remarks, and they are investigating the assault as a hate crime. The attack is the latest in a surge of anti-Asian violence that has been recorded this past year, a surge that community members and advocates have been trying to raise alarm bells about for months, despite little attention in the mainstream media until recently. President Biden took his first step yesterday to reshape the federal courts and offset years of Mitch McConnell, Donald Trump, conservative majority white male judge fuckery. Biden named 11 new federal judicial nominees. The group included three African-American women, along with one Muslim nominee and one Asian-American nominee, who, if confirmed, will become the first ever of their backgrounds to hold their positions. Notably, the group also included public defenders, which advocacy groups like Demand Justice have called for as a way to diversify the federal bench on issues of criminal justice and civil rights. Biden's top legal advisor, Dana Remus, said that she hoped the selections would bring, quote, greater trust and faith that judicial decisions reflect the full range of the country's values. These people that have gotten nominated for these judgeships are awesome. And I advise you, if you have like a little extra time and you want a little pick me up, just go ahead and do some Googling because they're they're pretty impressive people. Mm -hmm. Representative from Florida, scruple free Trump proxy and everyone's favorite haircut. Matt Gates is reportedly being investigated by the Justice Department over a possible sexual relationship he allegedly had with a 17 year old girl. Yuck. The New York Times broke the story yesterday afternoon, and per their sources, the investigation began toward the end of Trump's presidency. 
Gates may have paid for the girl in question to travel with him, which would put him in violation of federal statutes. They make it illegal to transport someone under 18 across state lines to have sex in exchange for money. Oh, this story's got everything gross. Mm -hmm. Everything gross. Oh. The DOJ started investigating Gates as part of a larger probe of one of his political allies who was indicted last summer for sex trafficking of a child. Could be a good cellmate for Matt. Mm-hmm. Gates is already drawing on his extensive background in conspiracies to spin the investigation as a, quote, organized criminal extortion involving a former DOJ official seeking $25 million. Akila, I almost black out whenever I read statements yeah. from him because he, <laughs> he lies so much it makes me lightheaded. Yeah. Um, he also went on Tucker Carlson's show last night and did what Carlson described as, quote, one of the weirdest interviews <laughs> I've ever conducted. Saying a lot being Tucker. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Gates achieved the impossible by making me feel very slightly bad for Tucker Carlson. Yeah, I still don't. <laughs> I know. This story broke on the same day as a report that Gates was considering leaving Congress to work at Newsmax. Honestly, they'd probably still hire him. Yeah, I would not be surprised at all. Their standards seem to be in the basement. Uh, So the only app that lets you hire Doug, the bounty hunter, to tell your employees that their service is no longer needed, Cameo, is worth $1 billion. That's based on its latest funding round, which concluded yesterday after raising $100 million from investors like Tony Hawk. Shouts to him for trying to put some more zeros after his famous 900. Cameo (laughs) is a no-brainer for some late-career celebs, the most popular of whom can earn more than a million dollars annually by recording videos on the platform. Cameo surged in popularity during the pandemic, generating four times as many sales in 2020 as it did the year before. I don't know why they think that we would need it in 2021 or 22, but fine. Personally, while other people were stocking up on cans of beans, I was using all my liquid assets to pay the soup Nazi to tell me I was going to be okay. You know what? That's why Cameo taxes are going to pay for Biden's infrastructure plan. (laughs) Exactly. Making a million dollars doing Cameos. You guys are going to build all the roads and I will be perfectly fine with that. Yeah. Happy to drive over them. And those are the headlines. One last thing before we go. In the latest episode of Take Line, hosts Jason Concepcion and Renee Montgomery talk all things Elite Eight with Tate Frazier. Then sports journalist Taylor Rooks stops by to give them the scoop on what it was like to cover the NBA inside the bubble. Give it a listen and subscribe to Take Line on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, support the Soup Nazi on Cameo, and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just t-shirts that double as confessions like me, What A Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Akila Hughes. I'm Erin Ryan. And And stay stay wild, wild, Major Major Biden. Biden. You deserve it. Just go out there and bite whoever you want. Honestly, you didn't ask for this. Just get the Secret Service, like, bite-proof sleeves like they use in (laughs) in Schutzhund. What a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Charlotte Landis. Sonia Tun is our assistant producer. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our executive producers are Katie Long, Akila Hughes, and me. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter. Every day feels like Saturday, and French fries are a food group. Where flip-flops are always in fashion, and seafood is always in season. Where the boardwalk is bustling, 
and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Nike, Walmart, and Zappos. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you can get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.